said whatever time of day it is you happen to be listening. This is the PNA Podcast Express brought to you by... I have a nice cold beer and a phone's ringing. It's not mine. Oh, that's not who it's brought to us by, though. A ringing phone? Yeah. Yeah, we'll call it. Good enough. Good enough. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. It's an OG kind of episode once again where it's just Adam and I. And it's almost just us here at the STD. Right. Thankfully, Natalia's here taking great care of us, as she always does. Appreciate the staff here. We're in the old STD here in Deckerville, the... uh, uh, Silver Tavern, Deckerville. Ye old STD. Yes. Yay. It is, it is a Monday night. Uh, the, Monday, uh, Monday, Monday. The three and eight uh, Chicago Bears have just started their game against the six and five Minnesota Vikings. Who do you think wins this one? I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one. I hope Dobbs throws for a million. Yeah, you got him in, in your old fantasy yeah. football? Yeah. I just have to have, uh, what's his nuts, TJ Hawk and Jock and Jock and Cockinson not to have a big night. If he scores 20 points or less, I'll be all right, which would mean he'd have two touchdowns and about 50 yards and a couple catches to get that, or four or five catches to get that. So I think I'm okay. What do you think? Yeah, I think you'll be all right. Just to get some pull, I, some, pull some victories. If Dobbs does well tonight, I will win in all three of my fantasy leagues this week. I lost in one of my leagues already. I've won in one of my leagues already. Two of them I'm way ahead in. And another one, the fan, the Dynasty League, which I'm trying to lose in. So I'm trying to lose, and I can't anymore. My team's actually starting to un, like perform like the undonkeys that they are. It's weird. But I have C.J. Stroud as my quarterback, so. Nice. And Bijan Robinson. I, I, had, uh, I had Stroud as my quarterback. So... I know you're not a Michigan guy, <laughs> but did you see? Did you see the interview they had with him where they asked him, you know, who be him? Uh, C.J. Stroud. Oh yeah. They asked him. They're like, oh, you know, what? What did? What do you think about the cheating allegations? And he's like, oh yeah, we we had our ideas that for the last couple of years that been going on. And I'm thinking, you had no you clue. You had no clue. You didn't. And you know what? If it was, it didn't help. Does that deserve a round resounding, get the fuck out of here? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. But I was just like, you had no clue. You're just being up there being a Buckeye. That's all. <laughs> so that, That's my rant. So even though I'm not a Michigan fan, I am. I do not like Ohio State. Nobody does. So the only thing that I... I told you, my prayer for the whole thing was, Michigan, please win these next three games when they announce the Harbaugh uh, suspension thing. Because if they don't, we would never have heard the end of it. Now they can go on willy-nilly and lose in the college football playoffs like they they're want to do anyway. And then, you know, the fans will bellyache about it, but at least Harbaugh was on the sidelines for it, right? Right. So I'm cool with that. That's the natural pecking order. As, as it should be. Because I can say, though, if I had to look at it right now in my book, in my book, I have Georgia, I have Michigan, I have Florida State, and I have Washington making it to the, the Bulls, the, the championship series. Michigan can beat Washington, I feel like, which is who they'd likely play in the first round. 
I they'd have a tough go against Florida State, but I don't think they can beat Georgia. I don't. Well, Florida State's going to have a backup quarterback now. Oh, really? So, yeah. so, so they can probably beat Florida State then. So, and watching a lot of the guys talk about today, a lot of people made a very strong case that Washington is not going to make it through Oregon in the Pac-10 championship. So there you go. So it'll be Ohio State's going to be there. No, uh, it'll probably be Oregon if Oregon wins. Huh. Because they both have one loss, but one will have won their conference. So there we go. Maybe that's part of it. So, even though this isn't a sports podcast. Yeah, we should talk about something else. How was your Thanksgiving? We didn't talk about our Thanksgivings yesterday on Tuesday's episodes. Let's talk about our Thanksgivings. I want to I hear. Uh... So, I bought a new coat. Okay. We'll start it with that. All right. Prior to Thanksgiving, it wasn't too tight for me. <laughs> now, there's a little more strain on the zipper. Yeah? Yeah. I wore comfy pants to Thanksgiving. The old XYZ's got a little strain on it. Holy shit, did we have some good food. Oh, my God. So... So, for the first Thanksgiving in since 2016, I was actually able to be with my, my kiddos. I had the kids. And we went to my mother's place, and Silent N and her two, two lovely daughters were there, and we had a great time. But my mom's, oh, to have my, and this is also the first Thanksgiving I've actually had, like, purely just my mom's food since probably, oh, it's probably been, it's probably been four or five years. Oh, it was so good. We had so much good food. Oh, it was a masterpiece. My mom put on a master class. So we had... Janet's the best. She is pretty awesome. <laughs> I, I, will, I will fully agree with you there. She needs to be back on the podcast. Yeah, we'll get her back on. So she had to be gone in my absence. We may have to have a, a muted fill episode where you, you can sit there so you're on. And you can bring it in and then turn it over to your mom and I, and we'll just talk shit about you the whole time. Dude, it was so, it's kind of like my son when he took his driver's test and I had to sit in the back seat not saying a word when I wanted to just be like, stop being a dumbass! You know, and he's like doing shit and everything else. So that's a solid idea. I like it. So I'll, t- I'll tell about Anthony's driving test when, uh, when we get done here in a minute. But so, yeah, we, at, our, at our Thanksgiving, we had like 24 people there. Oh, my. We had... Uh, we had so much food. My my one brother did a a ham that was probably one of the best hams I've ever had. Um, I fucking love ham. Oh, I do. Silent too. N did a ham for the, which I still apologize. I'm going to apologize once again for agreeing to do games on Saturday and missing her family Thanksgiving. She was she was not happy with me about it, and I fully understand, and I fully take, I'm fully culpable in this one. And this is probably the twelfth time I've apologized, and I f- probably should have a few more. Yeah, I would say so. But she knows I'm truly sorry. She was not happy and upset with me a little bit about it, and I acknowledge that she had every right to be. You know, I'm not going to take that away from her. Well, and it, again, fuck the Spartans for having to play on Friday. Right, exactly. At Ford Field, nobody wanted to see that game. I didn't go. I ate my ticket. I'm two, like, you know what? Two years ago, people might have wanted to see that game. Well, two years ago, we saw a brilliant Michigan State versus Penn State game. That was the one in the snow that Mikey Smith and I went to. Remember that? Yep. That was beautiful. That's when they. Yeah, that was beautiful. But this year, bleh. so Boo. so yeah. There there was there was stuff. There was things. But uh, so we had. My one brother made a great ham. My other one smoked a turkey. Holy shit. You know, smoked turkey is just damn good. Right. But he smoked a whole turkey. And uh, it was phenomenal. 
Um, so we had we had all of that. We had some of the best stuffing ever. Um, we had great pies, great desserts, uh, just so much food, and uh, just just a really good time. It, That's it good. Was, it was a really. We had it at my sister's, you know, which she bought my parents' house. And it was that just, had to feel pretty decent. It too, did. Though. It felt really good because you know, for a while there, I don't know how you feel about it, but like, it's it wasn't my grandparents' original house because the original house burnt down. But when their property sold, like I felt like no one in the family obviously stepped up to buy because nobody wanted to. Everybody's got their own things going on. But it is kind of nice that your sister did that in a way. I don't know how you feel about it, but that's my opinion. No, I it. It would have been really strange, you know, because I live right next yeah, door, live, to, yeah. have, to have other people move in there. And it is really nice, and it, it still feels like going home, right? you know, and just having everybody there. It was very comfortable. It was very, you know. Plus, it's a bonus with when we do our shenanigans now, she'll put up with them. Oh, when yeah. When we're in the she, yard and the pond and everything. Yeah, and, you know, I can't wait to do ice fishing. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, that's going to be a good time. So it was good. It was. It felt like home. It was a good Thanksgiving. You had the whole family there, and it said your your parents' old house, which is now your sister's. Yeah. So it it was just a. It was just. It was good all the way around. So, both your bo- both your boys were there for it. Both the boys were there. Andrew had to work that night, mm-hmm. so it it, uh, it it kind of uh, shortened his stay a little bit, but. Um, you know, he came over, he got to eat with everybody, and then kind of had to take off to go get some sleep before he went to work. Uh, he's working the graveyard shift, so. But he said he likes it, though. Doesn't he, he enjoy he it? He likes enough? it. He, yeah. he does. He, uh, I mean, he's kind of always been a night owl. I mean, he, a lot of times he wouldn't go to bed until 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Right. So to stretch that out, and normally what he does is he doesn't wake up until, he wakes up about 7.30 at night, mm-hmm. and then he's up until noon the next day. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it, uh. He kind of flipped it. That's actually a good way to pursue that that midnight uh, that midnight shift schedule, though. Yeah, and uh, and he just stays on it when on the days he has off. Like tomorrow, he's got a he's got a appointment tomorrow. That he's got to go to, and you know he'll it's at eight thirty in the morning. He'll just be up for it. Yeah, you know, yeah, no big deal. <sighs> I the only gear grinds I have about Thanksgiving are um, we had what was it? Oh. Nobody tried to force green bean casserole down my gullet this year. Kind of well, a disappointment, yeah. Not only people, it's so good, you can try it. Now, uh, I like green bean casserole, mostly because of the crispy onions on top. Well, I can put the crispy onions on anything I want, you know? Yeah, I really could just have, like, a congealed mushroom soup. Do you know what I love putting my crispy onions on? Just mac and cheese. Put that on top of that Oh, shit. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's mac solid that way. So, are you familiar with tahine? Mm-hmm. So, Mary made some wings over the weekend. And the next, for our podcast Christmas party, this, we're going to bring these. Um, so, isn't, isn't tahine essentially, isn't it ground up sesame seeds and a bunch of different seasonings and stuff like that? Isn't that what it is? Uh, yeah. It's uh, in a lot of Hispanic foods. Yeah. Um, so they uh she's like, "Hey, I'm going to make some wings." And we had some tossed in sauce. And we we basically bought this big giant bag of wings down at Johnson's uh meat market since we're throwing out free advertising 
this week. That's what we do this day and age, right? And uh, so we went down to Johnson's and we we got these uh, we got this big huge bag of, of wings. And she's like, "Well, I'm going to fry them." So she deep fries them, and then she's like, "Well, what do you want them in?" And we had some pretty good sauces, so I'm like, "Well, I'll take mine in the sauce." And and then she's like, "I said, oh, I wish we had a dry rub." She's like, "Dry rubs are underrated." She goes, "I'll make a dry rub." I'm like, "Okay." So. Thank you. You might as well bring me a glass too. Yeah. When you do that. Pitcher and a glass in a little bit. Thank you. Anyway, the dry rubs. So she's like, I've got some lemon pepper. Yeah. And I'm going to mix it with tahini. Yeah. And tahini isn't super spicy, but it's got a kick to it. Right. Oh my God. So good. I, lemon pepper, I'm kind of like, oh, that's really basic bitch kind of. You know, it's good. Don't sleep on the lemon pepper though. But, you know, I'm kind of like, that's like the basic bitch. That's like the Brenda. Yeah. Of, of like, <laughs> uh, of, of seasonings for chicken. Right. But you throw that tahini in it, and she was probably a 50-50 mix in, in the... Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. Oh, so ridiculously good. Now I want to make it with, like, some chili powder in it, you know, spice it up, like, kick it up a little, another notch. So I, you know, you know my love of wings. And there's certain places I've gone where I've taken a chance because I normally like the wet, uh, you know, tossed wings and wet sauces. Mm-hmm. But there's certain places I've gone, I've got dry rubs before. Like there's one that B Dubs has that's outstanding. Um, I believe it's just their standard buffalo dry rub. Yeah. So fucking good. Yeah. But I have an idea, my friend. I have an do idea. Tell. Do tell. We need to start, if, in case you haven't noticed the trend. The reason why Buffalo Wings started out at the Anchor Bar in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York, was they were so fucking cheap. They were the cheapest cut of the chicken you could possibly buy. Right. So therefore, they were very profitable, even charging back then 10 cents a piece or whatever. Oh, yeah. You used now, to be able now, to go to Hooters and yeah. get the whole wing. Now wings are, what, a buck fifty a piece, two bucks a piece at places? Oh, like, yeah. You, you walk into most places, six wings is going to cost you 10 to 12 bucks for six wings. Right. My idea, my friend, do the same exact thing they've done with the buffalo wing culture, tossed in sauces, dry rubs, various things, but with now what is the cheapest part of the chicken, and do you know what that is? Drumsticks. So, what I think even better than drumsticks. Thighs? Boneless thighs. Yeah. Oh, boneless thighs are fucking money. So, I like to smoke them yeah. on, the, on the pellet grill. And what I do is I put them all the way around the outside edge of the pellet grill so they're not over direct fire at all. Right. And I just, I smoke them at like 200 degrees. Yep. And then I go up to 250 for like the last 20 minutes of it. But I leave them on there for like two hours. They are tender, juicy, and just. But you could even. So good. You could even start like buffalo wild legs. Yeah. And just do the same thing. But think about this. You're, it's going to be juicy. You do it right. But I've done this even at home, even in my own accord, deep fried or air fried uh, drumsticks or even grilled them and then tossed them in sauce like buffalo style. That's still money, dude. That's still fucking wonderful, you know? Oh, for sure. No, my concern is if we start doing this with legs and then we move to thighs, are we going to eventually be like, all right, we're going to start a new trend. It's going to be turkey necks. And then we're going to be eating like, you know, buffalo turkey necks. Who cares, man? That's true. If it's if it's wonderful. I mean, maybe we're. I don't gonna, know if turkey necks would be too many bones. Maybe we're just gonna take up. Maybe we're gonna make gourmet chicken nuggets tossed in sauce. Oh wait, that's called boneless wings already. Yeah, well, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, the boneless thighs. Thigh meat is so like in, in white meat. Well, I think you almost have to have the bone in it. Yeah, white meat is terrible. Like I don't know why anyone besides. All right, all right. I, I'll give this. If you're making like a pasta dish or something, something that's naturally has wetness to it, you can use skinless, boneless uh, uh, chicken breast, right? Am I wrong on this or no? No, yeah, for sure. Like that's the meat you want if you're doing like a pasta or right or certain dishes, you know. Um, but as far as if you want the best chicken you can possibly have, thighs and drumsticks are where it's at. Dark meat's where it's at anywhere, even with turkey. Like dark dark meat's where it's at. The white meat's so dry and just, ugh. Really, it only takes upon the flavor of what you present to it. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. I... When you do the boneless thighs like that, if I did chicken breast the same way, it'd be so dry and terrible. Right. It'd be like pucks of chicken. But boneless chicken breasts have so much of that natural fat in there, and when it all congeals and works together... Oh and, yeah. and when you get it to, to break down and it's so good. Mm-hmm. Thighs are my favorite. No, grilled, like I've been known to like I remember one day, it was a couple of years ago, I was having a bad day and I walked into Browns here since we're giving free plugs. And uh they had a pack in the like sell now because you know it's a the date was it was sell by tomorrow or whatever. It was a pack of fucking chicken thighs, and there was like sixteen of them in there, and this thing only cost me like three bucks. Oh, yeah. I tossed those fucks on the grill, and they were just so good, you know? I well, basted them in everything from barbecue sauce to uh, to uh, Alabama white sauce to to, uh, to buffalo to everything, you know? Well, and, and you know, it uh, when we were out at the Mennonite store, you get like three pounds of chicken thighs for... Two I bet you. Pound, I, you know? I, I bet you. I was gonna just gonna say that that three pounds of chicken thighs probably cost you six bucks, maybe eight. We we have actually seen them for sale. You ever go to that uh, on twenty four North Little Pier? And I'm trying to remember the little pit stop there. There's like a McDonald's and a gas station and a grocery store. Yeah, and that's like all that's out there. That grocery store though has some great. They've got a great meat department. Really, and uh, they've had they've had boneless chicken thighs there that are like they they've packaged them so it's not like it comes in on a truck they they've packaged them and uh for as low as like a dollar 19 a pound what that's insane so the last time we were over there i think we got them for a dollar 49 a pound what the dog doing and they're good they're good boneless so, chicken thighs are the cadillac of chicken absolutely yeah i think so too that i i i feel that way as well I mean, obviously, everybody. Lo- well, I thought my drumsticks idea would be better received, but mm. no, I, I don't. I don't hate that idea, not at all, because then you're still getting the the you know. I don't know. Boneless to me isn't a real wing. It's got to have a bone in it. Well, and that's why the drumsticks are. You know, you're no, still I, getting a bone in there. Yeah, and I, you I just think have that, to watch out for that tendon. Yeah. Well, have you ever lollipopped drumsticks? I never have. I see it all the time. Remember the trend of lollipopping them? Yeah, I don't know if I could do that though. I, I want to try. There's always it. that should... cartilage cap at the, yeah. on both ends. We should try. There's that empty cartilage cap, which some people just tear ass through. That have you ever seen savages that just like? Nah, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. And you're like, wow, wow, that's intense. 
Or some people just eat bones of other animals. That's that's kind of crazy. Well, I mean, I get it if you reduce it down, and marrow is a different thing, but the actual the actual physical bone of another animal and a human to eat that just, like, willingly? Yeah. I don't... I mean, I guess they've had bone meal and stuff forever. Yeah, that's a little different, though. I it's mean, ground if, up and pulverized. If you have to masticate it, then that's totally different. That's like savage as fuck. That's like taking the essence of everything that held that animal together and just tearing it apart. Yes. Yeah, I don't know that I like that either. I don't just know torn asunder. Yeah, the phrase "torn asunder" is one of my favorite ones ever. What are you looking up and doing over there, anyway? Um, so I'm I'm just looking up. Uh, they had to reset my stuff for the TV service, and the guy oh. did it really fast. So I uh, I pulled it up. You there? You go. Thank you. Thank you. Is my picture now, bitch? I see that. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm just chopped liver over here. She gave it to the crippled guy who can't pour you one with his left hand. I was looking over at that. I'm like, how are we going to unfuck this? Yeah, let me pour that for you, Phil. Let me pour it with my strong strong hand. hand. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Holy shit, the bears look formidable here. They're actually moving the foosball. Oh, boy. Well, they looked formidable last week. (laughs) Wait, they just beat the Lions, didn't they? No. That was a Vikings. Oh. No, who was that? Green Bay. Green Bay, yeah. Yeah, no, the Lions whooped up on them. Yeah, the Lions suck ass. That game kind of made me think that they might. But they can't win on Thanksgiving. They haven't, what's that, seventh in a row they've lost? I know, they've, <laughs> Detroit Lions ruining your Thanksgiving since 2016. Look well, at they, you. They ruined plenty before that. Oh, yeah, they've ruined tons of them. Ah, the lions to ruin it. Ruin it. I got you here, boo. Yeah, I'm not pouring over my computer. No, I would not recommend that. We've already played that game. So, we we touched briefly on the Dolly Parton halftime show thing, and I, I watched a clip of Shares. And so Shares did the late game? Because I didn't watch the late no, game. No, no, uh, Dolly Parton was the late game. They had... Uh, they had what's his name for the Lions game that nobody doesn't gave matter a shit about uh, Jack Harlow, and then uh, and then they had Cher did something else, some other Thanksgiving thing, but it she still sounds like a horse, well, Even, just a much older horse. If she could turn back time, remember that video when she's in that like thongy strappy thing. And her son's the one that had to play guitar and look at her fucking ass that whole time on stage. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about that on the podcast before, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, poor kid. <laughs> He's probably like, I have a weird boner right now, but that's my mother. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah boy. it'd be really awkward to find out she was banging the guitar player. This sounds like a Shakespeare play. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> uh. So, is there nobody good coming out? Any you know that we have to get these old old people to do it, or like people that nobody have heard of? I don't know. That's what I've I've wondered that too. Like, I mean, had you heard of Jack Harlow before he was doing that? I'd heard his name, but I didn't realize he had done enough. And when I heard he's been nominated five times for Grammys, I thought to myself, "Why the fuck haven't I been nominated for a Grammy?" Yeah, no shit. Like, since they're just handing them out like a Pez dispenser. 
Especially Me- after I saw his performance, I'm like, dude was like, I mean, I put out better raps back in the late 90s in a phone booth before. Exactly. I'm like, shit, man, I was laying it down, and I'm white too. Yeah. But I can't get no street cred. That's right. I ain't got the street cred because I ain't wearing a goofy hat. So, yeah, it it uh, it baffles me. I mean, so, you know, I, I'm a pretty big Shinedown fan, and I'm on a few of their pages that that they that they actually manage. And uh, they so on one of the pages, people were like, we need to really push for Shinedown to do a halftown, halftime show. Right, that'd be and badass. Zach Myers actually came on there, and he's like, "Yeah, we're we're like several million album sales short of them uh, asking us to do a halftime show anywhere." No shit. And uh, well, I mean, you think about it, but I, I mean, they have to have sold more than Jack Harlow. I would hope so, right? I mean, they they've got more albums out. They've been around longer. They've been around twenty years now, but. Uh, it is one of those things that baffles you. Like, who who looked at the Cowboys game and went, Dolly Parton would be great for that. You know who we should get for the Lions? Jack Harlow. You know, at least pull, you're in Motown. At least pull in somebody that, you know, represents right. the city a little bit. Well, I even remember when they announced it. I'm like, who the fuck is this fucking? Yeah, I'm just like. They're making a big deal about it at the game the week prior or whatever. When they played in the Monday Night Football, they like had him on there and they were interviewing him. And I'm like, who the hell is this? I don't even know who the fuck Jack Harlow is. And then when I saw him, I'm like, no wonder nobody knows who the fuck he is. Yeah, he's really white. And really terrible. Yes. Anyway, sure. All right, I got I to gotta see. Uh, There's a mouse in my beer, eh? I got to see about a call here. Look at him, Sorry. he's still alive. I'm being all quiet. No, I just had to dump out the, the fly that was in my beer. Oh. He's drunk now, look at him. Yeah, he is stumbling all over the place. I, he, I'm, he's lucky I let him get out with his life. I, I, I drank, I did uh, what we call in the old school, drank around him, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. Like sifting through your teeth so I mean, you didn't pull him in? Pretty sure he's shitting my beer, but that's okay. Yeah, they shit on everything. So you ever use the old salt trick on a fly? Yeah, we've done that on the podcast before. We got to see if it'll work with this guy. Bring him back to life? We will see. There we go. I've got a perfect specimen for you on a napkin. Oh, he's already alive. Oh. Well, then kill him. Dude, he is like he's stum- He's stumbling, isn't he? He's a youngin'. Yeah, he's stumbling around. I noticed that when he was in my beer, eh? Wow, what a trooper. I know. All right, he's dead now. So I drank around him, then I poured him out, and he's uh, and then he's up running around. I'm like, wait a minute. Well, I started pulling this thing over there. He was totally still, and then all of a sudden it starts running. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> he dead now. Yeah, run now. He gone. Run now, you son of a bitch. He ain't going to fly in another beer. At least he died happy, right? I guess. I mean, he died drunk. I don't know if that's well, happy. Unless he was a depressed drunk. Maybe. My dad didn't love me. <laughs> so there's one I had the idea and I pitched it to you today 
Actually, I pitched it to the group text, and you're the only one that really answered. Next week, I want to bring us the PNA Podcast presents our holiday gift giving guide. Yes, I like it. I want to go on. I, I already have. I'm going to make a bunch of notes. I already have several things. I'm not going to unveil anything, but uh, we're going to give you our thoughts and gifts. And uh, I also started making my list. Do's and don'ts and uh, things you should. Yes, yes. There, I'm sure there's going to be good things and bad things on there. <laughs> right. So our holiday gift giving guide. I would like Junior and Cookie to participate in this and even uh, GHC and JTK, but those guys never seem to do any homework anymore. Fuck, they don't even bother to show up for the show. Yeah, I know it. What the hell, guys? Well, Cookie was here last week. That's true. So, you know. So if you could take some notes, Cookie, since you're the only one we can actually depend upon these days besides Adam and I, that would be great. Excellent. And just add something to this production. I, uh... I will be getting a hold of you this week, Cookie, to uh, make a time to come over and piece together some best of stuff. Yeah, that's that's must happen also. And AWP, if you want to participate in the holiday gift giving guide, I would love your input because we need a female's perspective. We do, we do, and not not JTKs. <laughs> that's beautiful, man. I got to pick on him. He's not here. He never shows up anymore. Well, he said today, oh, I, I got stuck working downstate. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, you did. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Working in a coal mine, going down, 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 working in a coal mine. We get it. I, I hope you wore a shoulder glove. <laughs> Use appropriate protection. Exactly. So, yeah, um, I'm all for that. I think that's a great idea. I just, and we need we need to get our postcard ready to go. Yeah, our, our Christmas card. Yeah. Yes, Brandon Ostentoski out there said we need, he said he would give a lot of things to have a PNA Podcast Express Christmas card. I said, we shall make this happen. Yeah. You know, the cool part would be we could go, we could go get this done and have them print it off. Right, right there, all at the same spot. One, one shop stopping. I do miss that they had old, that they don't have like the Olin Mills and Kmart anymore. Oh my god! Right, we didn't know how good we had it back in the day. My brother went when he was a paramedic. Him and and three other medics went and had pictures taken. They went to a thrift store prior, and they bought all their clothes for it. Right, and oh my god, they're the best pictures ever. And he's like, yeah, it was like ten bucks. To go in there and get pictures taken. <laughs> and they're in thrift shops. Oh, that's beautiful. He's a, he goes, yeah, we, we probably all didn't have, you know, all together, we probably didn't have 30 bucks into our outfits and our picture. That's amazing. And, and those, those memories will last forever. And, and they are phenomenal pictures. I mean. <laughs> Still relevant today? Oh, yeah. Still relevant today. I'm going to see if I can't find it to uh, show it to you. Oh, that would be wonderful. Because you you would you would appreciate it very that, much. So that's a big commitment, and I appreciate it. You know, sometimes if you want a bit to be successful, you have to commit to it. And well, this picture would make great podcast art. All right. So you know that that could be up for consideration as well. I like it up for your consideration. Yay, yay, indeedy. Oh, my. 
it, it might be down the down the road here a little bit. So we'll keep talking. I'll I'll find it. That's all right. Yeah. What the dog doing? What is the dog doing? I, you know, I don't know. Haven't checked in with the dog in a while. Oh man, Dobbs just got intercepted. I'm sorry, buddy. Oh fuck. Dobby, no good. Nope. Give him a sock and set him free. <laughs> what you gonna do with that sock, Dobby? Make it stand up on its own. <laughs> Make it walk away. Hey. So I love this. I was looking through my notes. You know that when I get really drunk, I put things in my notes in my phone, right? We've established this. Yes. I don't know where I was when I put this one in there, but you want a deep, deep thought? Yeah, for deep sure. Deep thought by drunk Phil Nickel? Yes. <laughs> no matter your age, shape, size, or how you look, some guy out there will be excited to see you naked as a woman. <laughs> that there is a ton of truth to that. <laughs> is that one of those true statements that'll always hold like it's evident, right? Yeah. You know, I did have a discussion with somebody years ago and they were they were talking about uh, a female yeah. talking about not being uh, overly chesty. And there, there was a few of us there talking to her about this. And we assured her, assured her that showing them would have a lot, you know, would pretty much excite any male. Oh, 100%. And uh, even if there's nothing there. Yeah. Even if they look like, you know, not a whole lot. Right. So, you know. Oh, our caller is running behind. Oh, that's okay. That happens. So, you know, he's got time, though. Although, eh, we'll see when he calls in on, if he calls in on this one or the next one. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll get, we'll get either one. Yeah. So, yeah, it, uh, don't be afraid, ladies. Don't be afraid. Yeah, just, when you drop them out, let me see them titties. Have we ever listened to the Wheeler Walker Jr. that song on the podcast? We have, I feel like, at some point. I would think we have. I like boobs. Yes. Is that wrong of me? No, it's not wrong of me. It's no. what I like. It's never wrong to like something you like. Is that is that a fair statement? It, it is never wrong. Unless it's like genocide or being a Nazi or a pedophile. Then it's wrong. Or a genocidal Nazi. That's a pedophile. Yes. I assume most Nazis are pedophiles. I would think so. I mean, what else, what else do they have to do? That's still one of the best bits I've ever come up with. Like, you know, it's great because there's two, two uh, distinct groups of people you can always make fun of in front of anyone, and that's Nazis and pedophiles. And if anyone objects to it, they're clearly the asshole in that conversation. That is very true. Very, very true. Am I doing stand-up in January or not? I guess nobody ever got back to me about that. Uh, you know, I, Chad I tagged have, me in the, 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 the event today. I need to reach out to him. I will, uh, I will reach out to him. Because I need to start presenting. or start, I, I actually thought about that today when I saw you had posted it. I need yeah. to actually start writing my material, you know. You need to. I still want to do a, like a... Like an improv night thing. Oh, a, yeah. A whose line is it anyways type. And you know we were already booked down at McMoran if we, when we want to do that. I, actually, that guy 
And Wade even told me about a month ago. He's like, that guy still said, if you guys want to do that, like. Yes, I, I think we do. I, I, we could get McMorrin. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Good evening, sir. Good evening. How are you? I'm so good. That is wonderful to hear. Mr. Mike Abraham joining us via via the telephone. Is that what this is? That Yes, this is my telephone. Oh, okay. I didn't know. So I was, how, I was trying to decipher. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, man? I was trying to decipher Morse code there for a minute. Then I realized you were just speaking English. So, <laughs> so we... Uh, we had the lions kind of ruin our Thanksgiving day. I mean, I still ate a lot and took a nap, so it wasn't a total loss, but it kind of was for right. them. What, yeah, what the, the game sucked, what the, but at least there was pie. Yeah. I mean, that softens the blow. If you're going to lose a game, lose it, lose it on Thanksgiving when people are so food hungover that they don't really care. We had pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie, key lime pie, cherry pie, chocolate cream pie. Damn. That's a whole laundry list of pies right there. I did talk to Mike on Thanksgiving I Day, and he, and he was yes. busy cooking. You cooked all that? I, I I did not do the pies, but I did the rest of the feast. I We had 20 people, and uh, I did a 27-pound turkey. Whoa. All the trimmings we do every year. It's my favorite holiday. That's awesome. Well, technically, making pies is baking. I fully understand that I'm not an idiot. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> you so you cooked? Yeah, the whole- I didn't do the baking. Uh, that's like the in my cooking arsenal, baking is my weak point. So, so I, I leave that to uh, when somebody says, "Oh, what should we bring?" I always say, "Bring a pie." And I'm the same way. I don't bake. I don't bake. You know, because the difference is that I've found is baking is an exact science when it comes to what you put into it. We're cooking. You know, a lot of that comes from the heart, man. A lot of that's on the fly. Yeah, I think baking can be as well, but. Baking requires patience and being quiet sometimes. I'm not good at either of those things. <laughs> That's more than fair. So 27-pound turkey. So how you said 20 people, 27 yep. pounds. That's a, that's a, So you have a lot of leftover turkey. No, not really. Oh, no, not really. Uh, 20 people is a lot. 20 people is a lot to eat on one bird. And uh, so, they must- uh, we actually had a, a gallon freezer bag. I, I use every scrap, though. You got to figure. I boil the carcass, pull all the meat off, make turkey soup, turkey pot pies, with every scrap. Well, yeah, of course you must. That's absolutely warranted because, I mean, why would that animal have to die for anything less? But so, tell me a little bit about your what? What kind of turkey soup would you make out of it? Uh, turkey noodle soup or turkey and rice soup. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And your method for your making of this 27-pound turkey was uh, standard uh, standard baking? Yeah, oven roasting. Okay. Uh, I know that uh, deep-fried turkey is the best turkey in the world. I agree. I, I've had it. I've never made one, um, but it is better, no doubt. But I, I love tradition. I love getting up early, stuffing the bird, and let the smell waft through the whole house while the lions lose. <laughs> I love tradition. Yeah, well, typically it's uh, while the lions lose and you eat and everybody's a little disgruntled and then the booze kicks in and then you get to watch the Dallas Cowboys win. 
Right. You gorge yourself. You take a rest period, and then you get drunk. And that's why we. Uh, I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. It's my favorite holiday. Also, you know, I knew the Lions weren't going to do well when they had Jack Harlow for their halftime entertainment. What the dog doing? I'm really hung up on that. We have all. I don't know who he is. Who is? Uh, who knows? Apparently, he's been nominated for five Grammys. So, by that logic, you and I should each be nominated for a couple at this point. I think so too. We, Very well. You know, there probably would have been more people excited if they'd have said Phil and I were going to be doing the halftime show. Because <laughs> at least and the would, Grammy for shitty podcast goes to. <laughs> it'd be somebody else, but I, at least we could say we'd we're lose nominated. that even. Yeah. <laughs> That would be amazing. We're going to come up with our own Grammys, nominate ourselves for that. And just have a bunch of grandmas giving out awards? Yes. The, <laughs> the Grammys. <laughs> we'll tell, I, I, them, I like we'll tell them to bring pies. <laughs> bring pies. We'll, we'll do all the cooking. You do all the baking, Grammys. Just bring you yourself and your opinions. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> so I do, I, I do, I do the, I do the stuffing in the bird, and then the bird doesn't hold enough stuffing, so you have to do a ton of other stuffing uh, with it, and that's homemade, right? And then I make all the gravy homemade too from the pan drippings. Nice. You know, it's kick ass. Good. It just keeps getting better year after year. You're making me I hungry. That's all of the little oh. techniques. I love stuffing. I absolutely love the stuffing. I have experienced your cooking prowess before, and uh-huh. I do got to say, when you were telling me about all this on Thursday, there was a little bit of envy going on on this end. Well, that's why I'm on your show today is I want to talk about my new show that's going out on PBS. I, oh, I want to talk about that too, but I must ask one question first. What is the number one dominating flavor seasoning in your stuffing? Is it sage heavy or do you go another direction? Okay, you're cut out. What is the number one what? What is the number one seasoning that leads the pack in your your stuffing? Is it sage heavy or do you go another direction? No, it's sage because I buy pre-seasoned sage. uh, I'm real particular about the ones that I buy. I buy the Pepperidge Farm sage and onion. I like it. I, I do like Sage that. And I, onion, but go ahead. There's the herb, which I believe is the red label. That's pretty good, too, and you can get that in a pinch. But I, I got to get the stuffing ahead of time and get the green and get the, uh, the sage and onion, and that's what I go with. And then I also add mushrooms to my stuff. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Nice. I like and I'm it. saying that as a person who and doesn't mushrooms. like mushrooms, but I respect that. You don't like mushrooms? Uh, it's more of a texture thing. If they're finely chopped or anything like that, I'll, I can tolerate them, but it's, it's the big well, old like on a pizza. It's no on a pizza for the most part. It's no, that is correct. So my mom always used to make it both ways with and without mushrooms. Cause my sister won't eat mushrooms. I'll eat them if they're finely, like if they're chopped up, I'll eat them. They, they were never the big ones. I mean, she didn't put like portobellas in there or anything. Oh so yeah, right. But yeah, she was heavy on the sage too, and that's okay. So tell us more about this show on PBS. Uh, it's a show that I did in 2010. I was nominated for a, uh, an Emmy. Um, as it's a cooking and music show, as you guys know, I cook and I, I play in a band. So you guys have 
seen seen that full circle. Um, and we kind of just fused those things together. It's called the Melody Grill. It was on Fox 66 uh, and NBC 25 um, back in 2009 and 2010. We had two seasons. And um, it just kind of went away. The producers wasn't making the kind of money they wanted, so they pulled the plug on it. And now, uh, how many years later is that? 13 years later. Right. 13 years later, someone at PBS sees a fizzle reel of it, and they want to see more. And so he brings them a, a whole couple episodes. They watch it, and they said, we love it. We want you to do a couple of pilots. And uh, we did the pilots. One of them we did at our good friend Eric Van Landingham's house with his band Infamous Quick, who's awesome, right? Uh, so obviously that went amazing. I did it right there in the Tiki Bar on this big Blackstone flat top grill there. And we, we grilled up some, uh, some veggies, and Myra made some wonderful rice. We used a Filipino marinade. That, uh, that Myra brought straight from the family recipe from the old country. And we, uh, we grilled up some shrimp and some pork and some chicken, and we threw it down. We made a really great pilot. We also did a pilot down um, on bikes, bikes on the bricks for Flint, and we grilled up some awesome steak burgers right down on the bricks in downtown with 10,000 motorcycles in Flint. So that was our two pilots. They asked us to shoot the pilots, and uh, they, we took the pilots to them. They loved them. In fact, we actually were chosen by the station up in Saginaw to uh, represent them uh, with the big wigs. Uh, so our show, The Melody Grill, will be in syndication. Both pilots will air in the month of December on your local public television station. Be looking for it. It's called The Melody Grill. And uh, if the response is good, then we will get picked up and be given a budget and syndicated. And then we'll be nationwide every week. So can you uh, can you let us know so we can let everybody know on this end uh, for the podcast yeah. and everybody? Yes, yeah. uh, we're, we're we're guaranteed to be in the hopper. It's guaranteed to be out on public television in December, but we haven't got the date yet. I was hoping to have that date before I came on your show today, but as of right now, they, the holidays it slowed things down. I expect this week we'll have those dates. Well, let us know because we will uh, we will share that with everybody and and. I will. Uh, and I'm anxious to see it. I, like and, I say, whatever I, kind of response we could get, guys. <laughs> whatever kind of, I mean, they, that, that's how it's going to determine uh, which shows are going to get picked up for syndication is the response. Yeah, I'm sure they have focus groups or whatever they do. Um, but, uh, but if people watch and respond, yeah, I, think, I mean, we've all seen public television, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our, we know how it works. So are you doing any kind of Sesame Street puppets or anything like that with it, too? <laughs> I could be. <laughs> you know what? If they'll pay me, you're damn right I will. <laughs> I I want to see Eric. I want I want to see Eric as a Sesame Street type puppet. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Like be? a like a Snuffleupagus and Big Bird had a baby. Yeah, right. But exactly. it ended up, but it ended up small for some reason. <laughs> yeah, very small, but played bass. Right. Played like a nine string bass. Yeah, this thing just yeah, like the the arm extended to play this thing. <laughs> so yeah, it's called the Melody Grill, and then be looking for it on PBS. Yeah. So any we'll idea- shoot uh, some more episodes soon. So what ideas do you have for more episodes? Can we be of assistance? I mean, can we, we don't, we don't. I mean, we obviously eat a lot of food, but yeah, we don't I was going to say that's where I come yeah. handy. Yeah. Well, the whole premise of the show, I'm, I'm really kind of glad you, you said that. The whole premise of the show is the fusion of music and food. So, like, once we had Larry McRae on there, 
uh, blues guitarist. Yep. And uh, he's from originally his family from New Orleans in Louisiana. So we did a Creole stew that was uh, really kind of we try to capture the essence of the artist's music in a dish. That's what nice. it's all about. And then I get to sing with the artist. I get to play with the artist. And, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of fun, a lot of jokes. That's really cool. Yeah, that's that's I like that. I like that premise a lot. That is a good premise. I mean, yeah, there's really it. nothing else like it out there. Yeah, there's really nothing else like it out there. I mean, you see a cooking show that has a band, or you know, but you, you never see the 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 chef, the TV chef, you know, interacting, jamming with the band while he's cooking. <laughs> no, that's very true. I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be on PBS and. Uh, any any ideas of when or anything like that? Maybe you discussed it already, and yeah, I apologize. in the month of December, it's guaranteed. Okay, yeah, cool. In the month of December, we're definitely our two pilots are going to air. That's awesome! I cannot wait to see them. And, but and when you look through the channel guide, you see Melody Grill. Set your DVR for that one. Melody Grill, set your DVR. It's easy peasy, just like that. There you go. Yeah, it, and it, in the uh, meantime, I'm on the uh, I'm on the internet talking about football. We can always, oh hell, I could probably talk about myself for a couple hours. Yeah, well, we got time. Go ahead. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> maybe, so maybe you'll win a Grammy. Quick question: Was this uh? Well, I, I did you put this promo out about five months I, ago? Was it out there? What promo was that? Uh, for Melody Grill. Like the, the teaser thing that you guys did. Oh, are, did you find a promo? I, I did. Did you find a promo? I, I did, oh, actually. Oh, online, did you find a promo? He, he seems to have found one, oh, yeah. Well, I don't even know what it is. I don't know what it is. Running my own restaurant in the daytime and playing in bands at night. I've developed a passion for food oh, and music. This is where all my dreams come together. This is where food and music come together. This is the Melody Grill. Dun, dun, dun. So it's a drama, right? <laughs> I'm glad you'll never have me. <laughs> I'm glad you'll never have me on this thing because I look terrible on camera. He, um, <laughs> you know, the young you didn't look too bad. I hope that you have good makeup. People. I know. <laughs> uh, that's been a problem. That that that's something we're going to need a budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At your age. You're gonna need. Uh, you're gonna need somebody good. I'm really excited about this. Actually, Adam told I love me about. You guys. I, Adam told me about this earlier today, and I'm like, I'm so excited for this. Like, I cannot wait to watch this, and uh, and and also like, maybe like I said, maybe someday we'll we'll get to see you guys. I, I just want to see an episode when you record it because just to be there would be an amazing experience. I'll even keep my eyes closed during yeah. the filming of it. I just want to eat. Right. I just want the food. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And to listen to the music. Well, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. That that what you just saw that promo was from 2000. Uh, the end of 2008 was when that was shot. So that was quite a long time ago. Now we're shooting in 6K. 6K. And, uh, 6K. And the the two guys that we have, the producers that we have that are running the camera too, are been nominated. Of uh, Ken has won uh, eight Emmys. And, wow. uh, and some of the other, the other guy, Kevin, you'll see his name in the credits of major motion pictures that are shot here in Michigan. So these guys are total pros. Uh, they think I'm a pro, so I got them fooled. 
You're doing nice. a great job there, buddy. So I noticed the difference. I filmed myself once in standard definition and recently in 6K, and it added four fat rolls. I couldn't believe it. Right. Yeah. And three chins. Right. I only... Right, uh, right. You, 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 moved into, you moved into hut status. Exactly. I will only allow myself to be filmed in 380i. <laughs> I, I don't even want to three i yeah three three eighty i so so what more should we know there i know i know this is adam, adam loves the third eye he do, <laughs> don't bend over in front of that guy especially when they wink he loves the third eye yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm i'm an avid listener of the pna podcast i'll have you know so well we appreciate that you are you are uh you are in my rotation for podcasts we appreciate that, and I often wonder why, but definitely still appreciate it. You know, it's- I really love well, like when when I really love like the characters that call in sometimes. His Alabama Dan guy was good. You know? Those well, are the, the best. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Catfish Johnson and Alabama Dan have definitely been two of the biggest highlights I, of I this. I believe it's cat piss. I believe it's cat piss, not catfish. Cat piss. Yeah. Yes, cat piss. Sorry, it's cat piss Johnson. It's been, actually, that it's been a while since actually, that guy's called in. I'm sorry. Actually, that's. That's Blues Legend Cat Piss. It is. Thank you for correcting me. It is Blues Legend Cat Piss Johnson. I hope to see him on uh, on Melody Grill someday. So so does Blues oh, does Blues Have him as our guest? Yeah. So does exactly. Blues Legend Cat Piss Johnson? Has he met Larry McRae? Because I've met Larry McRae before, and it seems like Cat Piss might like him a lot. Uh, Cat Piss probably would like him. Those those guys could probably jam out. <laughs> You know, I, I just want to, I want you to go on location with Cat Piss and, like, cook in some kind of, you know, old homeless guy barrel. <laughs> Incorporate Meow Mix to the whole, to the food. <laughs> that, that would Today be awesome. Today we're doing cardboard box chicken. <laughs> That's beautiful. Oh. So, what no, I. What are you doing? I am, are I'm you guys at a bar tonight? I don't hear drunk women in the background. We are. We're at a low key bar. We're at my my local watering hole, and uh, there's all of uh, four people here. Thank you so much. She just brought us a fresh <laughs> right pitcher of beer, so it's great. We decided to go low key tonight. Yeah, we uh, we didn't have uh, we didn't have anybody on site lined up. So we just decided that we would uh, we'd go low key, and this is where it all started. This is our yeah. origin story. Is this bar right About here? So roughly this time of year. This time of year, yeah, three years ago. Crazy. Three years. Yeah, four hundred and. Oh. How many episodes are you guys up to now? Well, we're gonna hit four fifty next week. This should be episode number four forty six, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Four forty seven. This is four forty seven. Yeah. Yep. Of course it is. I I hope your show has the same type of uh, longevity, only better. Only, we hope you actually make something out of it, because all I've gotten is pair, uh, pain and despair. Sorry, I put those two words together, pair. All I've gotten is pain and despair out of this. And all I've gotten is phone calls, well, you guys that, should get the, phone calls that use up my prepaid minutes. You guys minutes. should get the Facebook going, man. I know. Well, I'm crushing it on Facebook. We're working yeah. on that. We we need to talk about that yet this yeah. episode. Yeah, we, uh, we've... Uh, We've got to start sending people over there and, and get them over to our Facebook page and uh, and get that life going. I, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it. Which which brings me to another uh, point, uh, another venture of yours. You got to get people over and uh, 
we got to tell people to get over to the main event and uh, and check out everything going on with the uh, Villain yeah. Squad over Follow there. Follow our page, Detroit Lions Villain Squad. It's a Detroit Lions-based content. Every day, 365 days a year, we're putting out football content, talking about football. We got daily shows. Uh, I do. I just got done doing my show tonight, every Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. It's the NFC North Open Mic Night. Uh, we just the Packers fans are like whack a mole, right? They lose and they go down, and you don't see them anymore. And then they win and they pop back up. So I'm right there to whack them down again uh, Good. every Monday night. Well, and, and for anybody who hasn't watched the show. Mike does it topless. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of uh, the Drex and the dog shit of the NFC North, uh, right now with four minutes left in the second quarter, it's three to zero. The Bears lead the Vikings. What a terrible fucking game this has been. Hey, they they should right. they deserve they, they to end in a tie. This year. We had to watch Bears Commanders, Bears Panthers, now Bears Vikings. Ugh. Right. Yeah, this is gross. horrid. Gross. I. I really do like watching the rocket scientists sling the ball to the Bears, though, from the Vikings. The pastronaut? <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. The they pastronaut. They call him the pastronaut. <sighs> yeah, I don't I know. Got, I, I got a couple Viking fans mad at me tonight. I called him Jay to pink it. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I hope he's not in charge of, like, a Mars landing or anything. They'll end up on they Venus. Y'all better watch your back because Vikings are going to come up behind you and win this division. I said, I'm, what, with Jada Pinkett at quarterback? And I'm, not, I'm not saying we should go blackface, but you should be uh, you should you should slap me next week because I'm talking bad about her or something. No, one of the comments, somebody said, main event might keep my quarterback's name out your mouth. That's perfect. That's beautiful. That's good comedic that timing. It yeah. was. So, you know, it just goes to show you how overpaid a backup to a backup to a backup is in the NFL when uh, he stops being a rocket scientist and comes back to play in the NFL. <laughs> right. Because wouldn't you think a rocket scientist would make pretty good money and be like, no, nah, I'm not going to go get the shit beat out of me every week. I'm going to stay here and, yeah, and rocket, rocket science shit. will always be there. Rocket science will always be there. Football and that's a, will not. That's a valid yeah. point. And to be fair, to be fair, I've been a rocket scientist be bef- before and look where I'm at. I'm broke doing a podcast on a Monday night from a, terrible bar in deckerville so yeah so here's the other factor he may get hit so hard he may get hit so hard he becomes like yeah a non-rocket scientist but anyway so yeah i have i mean i worked for boeing for years and years and years and yes i've worked on rockets essentially before so yeah and here i am it's lovely also when you uh go into a Bathroom of what a seven twenty seven? Seven thirty seven executive conference room. No, when you go into the bathroom on oh, one still of those. Do you have the girlfriend, Phil? I do. Well, there you go. See, things aren't so bad. No, things are great, man. Actually I, I can't complain, man. My son just got his driver's license, which you is just scary. Did. Yeah. Just got his driver's license. My son just did. My kids are doing great. My ex wife doesn't bother me anymore. My my girlfriend's great. Job's going great. I, I got no complaints. Just this shitty podcast, right, man. Buckaroo, <laughs> yeah. chin up. Right? He, he's doing all right for a mostly white guy. <laughs> Rocky! Hi! Rocky just walked in. What's up, brother? How are you? I'm doing great. Rocky says hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I love y'all. Yo, Rock. 
shit. He brought cheese ball. It's probably laced with something. Be careful. Yeah, yeah it seems like it could be. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, Mike Abraham has joined us. Can't wait to see your show. Look for it on PBS. DVR that shit. Actually, watch it live, then DVR it, then watch it over and over and over again. And uh, hopefully you get to... I One hope- more thing to plug. Go ahead. The 99 no. at the machine shop, February 17th. Oh, shit. Opening for Toolology, the preeminent tool tribute in the land. Oh, that would February be pretty 17th solid. February 17th at the machine shop. I want to go. I'll be there. I'll be there. I, I am gonna give. I am going to give people one bit of advice. They should probably go on the 16th of February because you guys are going to tear that fucking place down. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a good one. I cannot wait. We'll also be at BMO's in Bay City December the 16th. Really? That one's coming up. I should announce that one first probably. Well, no, it's fine. I I like what you did there. But I want to look at December 16th and for our listeners is actually a Saturday. So there we go. In in Bay City at BMO's. Beautiful. I'd like to go to that show. I enjoy watching the 99. You guys, oh, you you guys know, are good. I, I've never had a bad time watching yeah. the 99. It'll be us and it'll be uh, Sybil and the Beast. And, oh, nice. Uh, we, we, have a whole new, we have a whole new album worth of material that we're playing right now. Um, all, all written by the new guitar player, Jim Hike, and it's, uh, it's really great. Oh. And then the drummer Jim Croner. They I was really just going to say, some great stuff just gonna say, you're making Jim do double duty again that night? <laughs> no. He yeah, does that yeah, at Tuscola. Do no, Jim is a beast at drummer, and he, we've seen him do, like you said, at Tuscola Palooza, pull double duty. That guy's a rock star, man. Runs marathons and everything else. He's an awesome dude. Yeah, he is. He's really great. And he's really coming into his own as a songwriter and putting his fingerprints all over this new music. You know, I know really that you didn't about. you didn't have your new guitar player very long when you guys played Tuscola Palooza, but I was watching a video that somebody posted of that the other day, and uh, online, and I mean he what really he really knocked it out of the park. I mean for being material yeah. that he didn't write, and I, I mean he right. did a great job, and and your former guitar player was awesome. Um, he did a great job to come in and pick that stuff up, and and hasn't missed a beat. So hats off to him. Yeah, he even nails like the little nuances and things. Oh you know, yeah, he, he's a perfectionist like that. He, he doesn't come out there and half cock it because we recorded that material and a lot of material has been uh, you know well known around. So you, you're kind of up against it. You can't slop your way through it or it's going to show up. No, and 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 you guys put on a great show. And uh, I mean, I, I don't. There's not a weak spot in your lineup. Everybody's fantastic. I mean, the bass player is top notch. It anybody's got to be pretty good that gets Van Landingham to buy equipment because they use it. <laughs> That's as a valid <laughs> right. point, right? You know, I mean, and, it, you know, Infamous Quick had their last gig last last weekend. I missed it. I did too. I did I, too. I, you know, it, it's it's quite a trip. It's about an hour and a half for me to get to Grand Blank, and right. Uh, so I, I was not. Yeah, they were uh, actually in Birch Run, or yeah, Birch Run. But, that's not, um, any, that's not any closer than Grambling for you, though. No, no, no. And uh, so it, it's that was a tough one to get to, and it was also Mary's birthday. So we we were going to try and head out there, but by the time we got done with everything else, we were exhausted. And uh, 
I knew it wasn't going to be an early night if we went over there. So I, I was pretty bummed that we, we weren't able to make it. And, uh, but I mean, Terry, Terry does a great job and hopefully we'll see her on a stage again and, uh, doing something. So, and I apologize. I missed it. I was actually stuck down at Ford field doing high school state finals games. So yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Which was cool. It's a great experience. It was a very neat experience. You know, I get the run of this is the, uh, this year was my, uh, Fourth game, fourth game I've actually called from Ford Field for high school state finals, and it never gets old. Getting to walk down on the field, getting to the run of Ford Field, it's, it's a cool experience. So, sorry I missed that though. But anyway, there we go. Adam says, "Boop." Right. I just had to clear something I, off my phone. I'm, I'm going to be able to go to. The, I'm going to the Denver game here in a few weeks. Oh, nice. Oh, that'll be a, awesome. A viewer gave us. A viewer gave us some tickets. Yeah, a viewer gave us tickets on the air. That was cool. Very good. Shouldn't you be giving away the tickets? <laughs> Nobody ever gives us shit. No, yeah. No, uh, no they give us shit. They that's give all us they all give kinds us, yeah. of shit. Yeah. Well, that's pretty awesome. Well, look at all the people you're drawn to the bar for. Right? Yeah, I look around and I'm like, oh my. Well, we didn't really announce we were going to be here at all. <laughs> We yeah, did. when when you show up and you wheel your equipment yeah. and they're like, "Hey, you're doing a podcast from here tonight?" Crap. Yeah, they're disappointed. <laughs> Crap. Well, it's sad when we walk in and we hear, you know, the bartenders on the phone. And we hear them go, "Oh, great, I got to deal with a couple of fucking drunks." And then you realize it's you. You didn't hear her say that, did you? No. Yeah, pretty much. Every week. Did they, you uh, ever get the energy drink sponsor? We did. We did. How come I never hear you promote the energy drink? Uh, they hitched on for a short time. Yeah, I don't, I'm not positive they're still uh, still out there in a thing, but I, I do need to touch base with them again. She did. A viable enterprise. She did reach back out to me, and some, uh, you know, just stuff happens. I did a poor job of following mm-hmm. up, we'll say. But they, they were not going to be a, a end up being a big sponsor, I don't think. I, they, they talked a pretty big game coming in and then uh, just kind of uh, wanted to nickel and dime everything. So, but, you know. I mean, you got the downloads. You got yeah. the downloads. So, you know, you got the, the worm on the hook to get them in there. Yeah, you, you would you would think that they'd want to jump on. But they, I've also, I had seen them go after some really big podcasts that they had uh you know, ones that kind of dwarfed ours on, on the weekly uh, weekly charts. And at that point, I knew they weren't going to pay us a whole lot, you know, to to jump on ours. And, uh, I mean, we get ranked in the top 300 in the, in the country quite a bit in several other countries, but they're U.S. only. And they're, uh, they just, uh, I think we're wanting to spend their money elsewhere. And that's okay. Ah. But yeah, we we did we did run with them for for a while. Yeah, it's all good. I plan on running. We haven't. I mean, we've lost money. We haven't made a dime. I plan on just running running this up to about a thousand episodes and cutting her off and move on to the next endeavor. Nine ninety nine. <laughs> there we go. Well, you guys could move it over to social media too. You wouldn't even have to quit a single thing that you're doing, and just add another layer. 
Well, that, that's kind of the plan. We had that discussion. Uh, you know, I was very intrigued mm. by the discussion you and I had. And we had that discussion prior to uh, to starting here tonight. That was our pre-production meeting. We actually yeah. had one. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk about the podcast at all no. except for, yeah. you know, that part of it. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. I like it. Actually, we talked more about what you're doing than we talked about what we're doing. That's true. That's very strange. Yeah. That means I'm winning. Yeah, I'd like to put a camera in your bathroom. Is that all right? <laughs> he won't tell you where. That's the crux. You better have a zoom lens. <laughs> it will. It will. And smell and smell a vision. It'll capture capture everything. That's beautiful. Oh my gosh. Actually actually for nine ninety nine I'll just give you the code for the live feed. <laughs> there we go. There we go. See now we're losing more money. <laughs> Another expense. We'll never make that oh, back. We're never going to financially recover from this. Is it? Is that in 8K? Because I kind of have a feeling to see anything we'd need it to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It's six minute ass, not seven. <laughs> it's a minute quicker. Oh, boy. Oh, holy shit. Well... I'm, well, looking, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing Melody you, Grill. We, you, you, uh, you, you, you wouldn't have to change a thing. All you need is a live feed going from your laptop right there from your podcasting thing, and can, you can drop the drops and everything. You just need a streaming service. We use StreamYard. Well, I've actually, I actually have a different thing that I can use that I've actually tested and been able to successfully go up to social media uh, with it, streaming with it, and it's it's actually a very powerful then, software. Powerful, and uh, and it's uh, the same thing. Uh, essentially, yeah. It or might. you could send a link to me, and I could join by video. Yep. And then, and then you could have up to 10 screens uh, 10 squares up on your screen at once it looks like Hollywood squares if I have enough bandwidth I could have unlimited screens I'll take Phil Nickel for the block Ha! that's beautiful Hollywood he, squares is the best he only cock blocks mm. don't put that on me Phil Nickel in the center square <laughs> that's my dream he He's only good enough to, to be, be in the Paul upper. Lynn. He, right. That's he's your only dream good enough. to be Paul Lynn. <laughs> That's my ceiling. That's the best I could ever do. He's only good enough to be upper left square. Right. You're like the forgotten oh, Brady no. Bunch boy. Cousin Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, wasn't it, uh, wasn't it the guy with the puppet? Madam? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> God dang it. You ever notice on Little House, like, there's always a character that's never going to show up again? Like, they have this big heart-wrenching storyline about how their dad's mean to them, and then you never see them again. They really pull at the heartstrings and then they yank the rug right out. And then somebody mysteriously goes blind, and then they get their sight back, and it's so weird. Yeah. Then they blow the town up. Man, I never watched watched (laughs) that show. You watched that show? You must have had sisters. And then they got marooned on an island on a three-hour tour, and it just all fucking went to hell. I had a sister. No, it's a different show. Oh, shit. Sorry. I, I have a sister, and then my wife is a 
she has a little house box set that literally comes in like this cardboard covered wagon. That looks like a little house. Oh, my yeah. God. So you had to watch every episode of Little House. Dude, I know them all. I know them all. Oh, my God. We should start a Little House on the Prairie podcast. We should. There's enough stuff out there. Did anybody notice that Michael Landon's suspenders were slightly off? <laughs> Continuity. They were red and blue in one scene, and the next scene they were green and blue. Really? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm making it like, I don't know. We can make stuff like that up and have people oh. watch Little House. It'll go through the roof. <laughs> That's actually, we're promoting it. <laughs> They'll call us and be like, thanks, man. Our We're through the roof on, on, on you know, <laughs> getting this shit. We're, we're gonna, go ahead. Go ahead. There's a lot of cameos in Little House on the Prairie, if I remember, too. There'd be like, you know, one guy from from Colombo, you know, the police chief or whatever. He's, he's He'll be in one episode. Oh, or, yeah. Or, or some guy, some actor who went on to be really big, and that was him. He did one episode of Little House on the Prairie. Right. He's the little boy begging for a can of beans, and next thing you know, he's uh, Walter White cooking meth. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> right. I knew that uh, Merlin Olsen was on that show. Oh, yeah. He was. He was. Mr. Uh, Who was he? He was a dick on that show, though, wasn't he or something? No, he was all right. He was good. Who am I thinking? There was a a very famous actor that became like very wholesome roles, but was just a prick on Little House on the Prairie. And you're like, this doesn't really fit in. But I like it. I mean, you're going to take anything at... At that point. So. Well, yeah, and if you're going to get to act with Michael Landon. Right. Highway, I mean, Highway to Heaven. Remember Highway that show? Heaven, yeah. Oh, my God. With that old Ford LTD? That's a beautiful show. Well, and he brought that guy over with him from the uh, Mr. Edwards. Yes. He brought him over to that show. Uh, so hopefully, eventually, Mike, that Melody Grill becomes big enough to where you can have a spinoff where you bring somebody from okay. Melody Grill on. And you can do the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's like fusing food to get rid of people with music we don't want to listen to. You could do one. You could have a spinoff that's like Harmony Flat Top. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm an idea guy. I'm just going to throw these out right. there. I like Welcome it. Welcome to another edition of the Rhythm Fryer. <laughs> Holy shit, that's genius. I wouldn't That's, miss an episode. You should already pitch this. Like, once you're once uh, the melody <laughs> real thinks, I'm like, pitch that. Yeah, absolutely. The rhythm fly- fryer. That's fucking. You know, Guy Fieri has like diners, drive-ins, and dives or whatever. You could have like, yeah, like, uh, you know, fat guys and and fryers. <laughs> Fat guys, fair lanes, and friars, and you could always be driving around a Ford Fairlane. That's right, with fat guys, equivalent with deep fryers in the trunk. Yeah, you pull fried up, food. You pull up someplace, you pop open those trunks, and there's deep fryers just to go in, waiting, crackling, waiting for stuff to go in there. And and go go throughout the country and right. tailgate like at not not like college football, but like high school football games with like fried foods and fat guys in fair lanes. There's a lot of fat guys at high school football. Tons. Trying to relive their glory days through their kids. Man, I'm just I'm surprised your guys' podcast isn't doing better. <laughs> well, it's terrible. 
you know, we, we had a guest. ideas you guys have. We, we had a guest one time that was like, you know, we appreciate you letting us be on your shitty podcast. Yeah. We're like, it is shitty. But to be fair, that's been about seven or eight guests. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, well, yeah. To be fair. To be, to be fair. fair. Yeah. Um, I don't right, know. Well, let me give you. I got to jump off. Let me give you the official sign off then. All right. Hey, Spike here saying thanks for watching today. Fat guys, fair lanes, and fried food. Until we meet again. Take care. Well, Mike, thank you very much. Thanks. And uh, we look forward to seeing it. Let us know when that's coming on so we can let everybody else know. And we will just, yeah, promote the hell out of it because I want to see it too. Yeah. Keep doing what you do, guys, man. I like it. Take care. All right. Have a good one. Thanks, you brother. brother. Thanks. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Yep. Mike Abraham. Melody Grill coming up. That's going to be awesome, man. It is. It's going to be badass. And I legitimately want to go see like when they record these episodes i don't i don't i'm not saying like anything like be a part like i want to go see it i want to see the spectacle and and awesome like it sounds great to me so right prior to tuscola palooza being tuscola palooza it was summer rocks and it was always held at eric's house right and mike would grill a whole bunch of shit and if you brought stuff he would grill it for you and dear lord did he grill stuff I mean, so yeah. good. I mean, it, there's a big difference between, like, just throwing shit on the grill and whatever the hell he does. I don't know what he does to it if he rubs his balls on it or whatever, <laughs> but it is awesome. That is not what he does, but yes, I concur. Um, well, I'm well, hoping that that's featured Melody Grill. You know, and I'm not going to lie. Like, even here at the old STD, that flat top back there. Some of the people that work here and employees can make that thing sing compared to other ones. Not saying the food is bad, but sometimes it's just better, if that makes any sense. And I think that's what Mike Abraham brings. He brings yeah. the better. There, there is a, there's an art to it. Oh, and of course. It, it's just like anything else. If you're, you know, let, let's put it this way. I always say that guitar players have voices. Yep. Like there's a voicing to their guitar. It's that way with people who cook. And yep. I know my way around a grill. And I can I can tell you that I, that he runs circles around me oh, on a grill. You and me both, one hundred percent, absolutely. So that's so looking be forward awesome. to Melody Grill on PBS. Look for it in your guide. We'll when when it's a set time and we know when it's going to be on, we will announce it on yeah our for podcast sure. And let you know. we will also throw it on our Facebook Bro, page and. Our Twitter and everything else. Which is our Facebook page, yeah. We yeah, need go, to get back to go that. Go check like, us out, PNA Podcast Express on Facebook. We're gonna be utilizing that social media more for uh, you know, posting funny shit and doing funny stuff. So um yeah, go check it out. Get on there. Do stuff. We've done a lot of shit. We have. Let's post it more. We've got a lot of funny stuff we post back and forth just between our, our little podcast family text group. No, that's true too. So, but I mean, I'm thinking a about a lot of stuff. We even have like some YouTube channels, like Flamethrower Versus. We can post some stuff and everything else. Like, I need to get more footage from Cookie's house from people. Right. Like, I've gotten a couple of videos from Mary, and I think something from you. But who has more? We'll figure it out. Yeah, we need. I think everybody was getting footage that night, and I need so, to get it from them. Let's uh, throw it in the group chat. We need that. All right. Yeah, let's do for it for sure.
But this episode, we should, probably should turn and burn because we we're should. at an hour it's, 20, aren't we? Um, almost on the dot. Nice yeah. job. <laughs> you got it, buddy. All right. Well, hey, you've been listening to the PA Podcast Express. Normally, you take us out, but, you know. Go ahead. Take us out. We'll, uh, I'll end it. Yes. Want to thank everybody for listening. Check out our Facebook page, PA Podcast Express. Just do a search for it. You can't miss it. It's got the logo and other stuff going on. So give that a check and uh, and like us and share us. Share it. Why not? What can it hurt? And when it comes to our Facebook page and everything else in life, just do it. Just make good choices. Exactly.